well, that's that's mine. It's going to be called nine and ten, and it's going to be nine, <laughs> nine nub, and ten. And ten nub. They're going to be running around. They're going to be doing things. Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent. Patching them through. They're calling themselves the Holonet Marauders. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Holonet Marauders podcast. Tannis Spijek from Return of the Jedi's Chilling with Matt down there. Jamie's favorite uh, original trilogy alien, possibly. Great. Hello. I but, I don't um, I don't know why there's so much disdain in my soul for Tannis Spijek. I I think it's just because Matt's always guy. shoving this guy in the camera, and I'm like, he's one of the good this? guys. He's one of the good guys. He's a rebel spy, and he, who's I think on... he dies. Yeah. No, he, I think he does too. He blows up on Jabba's sail. Although, can't really say that anymore since Max Rebo survived. Right. They were probably Tannis and Max. Like, hoot scoot, hoot scoot, and boogied out of there. Oh, wow. Hoot scoot and boogie out of there. That's a thing. Or did oh you yeah, that's that a thing. I love that. You you're, all, you're full of sayings today. I'm not. I'm learning a lot. Yeah, I'm like today. a 60 year old man at Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> with all these sayings. Apparently, <laughs> uh, me and Jimmy hoot scoot and boogied out of there. <laughs> um, that's Max and Tannis at uh, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <on Mos Eisley. laughs> <laughs> um, but we're here today for one of our favorite things, uh, Q&A episode, because we don't have to really do anything. The audience, you lovely audience members and social media friends give us questions and we just answer them. You guys throw us softball pitches and we just and hit we them as we can. Knock them out of the park. They're not all home runs, but you know, they're all right. Um, but I figured before we get to the questions, there was some Star Wars news this past week. A couple things. There was. The smaller news was... The Kenobi trailer. No, I'm just kidding. The smaller news was the celebration is like happening and tickets are coming out and whatnot. So uh, mm-hmm. we luckily have our tickets. Yeah. So for our friends out there that have to get them, uh, fingers crossed that you get them. Yep. I'm glad March I'm not 15th. in your shoes, but we're, hope- we're hoping you get tickets, guys. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. Because it'll be fun. I, I, I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah, we applied for the podcast stage. So hopefully yep. we get that. That'll so be check fun. It. Come, come see us there. And if well, that doesn't happen, be around anyway. So. Yeah, that doesn't you'll happen. Find us. And even if that does happen, I'm thinking we do like a Holland at Marauders meetup of sorts. Oh um, gosh, that'd be fun. Or we could pair up with like some pals, uh, the yeah. other internet friends, and be like, "Hey, pair a joint up meetup with some pals." That's what pair we'll up. call it. Pair up, the, the pair up pals. with pals. The pair up with pals. Um, yep. <laughs> and the bigger news was the Obi Wan Kenobi trailer. Yeah. Which was mind melting. The teaser trailer. Uh, yeah. The teaser, the teaser trailer. trailer. I don't know if they'll release like a juicier trailer. Do you think? I they think will? that they will. Imagine. What else are they going to show? They've shown enough. Vader They've shown Obi-Wan. more than they usually. Uh, they'll show Vader walking. Is his they'll voice is at the very yeah. end? But yeah. Like... Or even. True. I don't know if they would show the flashback um, stuff that's been rumored in a trailer. Probably not. I would, not I would in say trailer. That. Yeah. But they got to save something. What did you guys think? I know I felt bad because a lot of people asked me what I thought. And I was like, I was excited. The music really did it for me and took me back. But my thoughts about the show didn't change. I'm, I'm greatly looking forward to the show. And the stuff that I saw was stuff I was expecting anyways, I guess. So um, I know Jamie's reaction video, like, is almost at like 6,000 views, which is insane. Yeah, yeah that that's um, uh, out of nowhere. I mean, it was a good I, reaction. It was good. Yeah, yeah I, it, it's all I mean, a it genuine is. reaction as well, because like uh, loyal listeners of the show here know that the post-Order 66 era is my favorite era. And so like um, 
actually seeing these things that I've like been thinking about and formulating about like actually on screen was absolutely mind blowing. Um, cause like the whole inquisitor thing was kind of like long rumored that there was going to be some sort of something like that going on yeah. and seeing fortress inquisitorius, not in the video game, but seeing it. Like, oh, well, see my all God. that stuff. I mean, that's like, unbelievable. Even seeing Inquisitors in, in live yeah, action. Yeah. We've never seen Inquisitors in live action, right? It's so just, like, no, we that's haven't. just such a cool bit of continuity. Just taking yeah. Nur of all things, yeah. like the F Fortress Inquisitorious, and like bringing it into live action. They didn't need to do that. And no. like, this is it. also like post Jedi Fallen Order. So after like Cal and um, uh, Seer, like, just half destroy it. And so this is like rebuilt Fortress that's Inquisitorious. Right. And it's like, oh. That would be cool <laughs> if they mentioned it. Oh, that would be so cool if they. How many years that. after? So that is that five Maybe years like after. Maybe like four, four or five. So this is another. This is I think years after. yeah nine. Yeah. Nine or ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So, but yeah, Nur is such a in in Fortress Inquisitorious, which is just fun to say as I slipped up on it. But... Every time you type out Inquisitorious, uh, everything thinks that that's not actually a word, but it is. It's actually a word. <laughs> it actually is a word, like even without Star Wars. So, yeah. Come on, guys. What a cool place, though. It's literally it like is. a James Bond villain layer. Yeah, Under, half underwater, underwater, mostly underwater. Yeah, um, we saw those. Uh, what was that? Was it uh, concept art of like stormtroopers in like a base underwater? Yeah, yeah, it's gotta that be was, there. Yeah, I mean, and that was like our first kind of like clue to the fact that we were getting the Fortress Inquisitorious. But again, to like have them adapt something from the video games into live action so like prominently is mm -hmm. just like I said, it's just cool. And that's the kind of continuity that we've been getting lately that I've just, I just eat up. Yeah. And another highlight was seeing not baby Luke, but little Luke, just dude, little kid, Luke, let's seeing see. like one of us little, like, I love how he's sitting on the, with his legs spread out on the, the entrance of the, the yeah. hut. Just, that's like something we would all do. Um, <laughs> how old is he in that? So this is nine, nine or 10, whatever it is after. So he's how Anakin's age. Yeah. Yeah. In episode yeah. one, and yeah, I, like I love the, with the goggles. Yeah, I love the little theory that maybe like uh, someone showed him like the videos of like the Padres or something like that, or and he's just like, oh yeah, because like, like he knows like who his dad was, but yeah, he knows he was a spice runner. At least does in this point I have a question time. before we go on to our Q and A. Does Obi Wan know that Anakin is Vader? Like, will, will we see that in the show? Because he, uh, he left him for dead, but he probably didn't feel him die. Yeah, that's an know. interesting question, right? Wow. I guess. Yeah, that's an interesting... Yeah. Because we know Ahsoka didn't know entirely until Rebels, right? Obi-Wan knows, yeah. obviously, by like A New Hope, he knows who he was. So yeah. like maybe this so, yeah. is the whole him realizing, oh, no, he's not dead. Because they, right? they did do a lot of work to protect Anakin's name or to protect like you know Darth Vader's identity. Mm -hmm. Anakin yeah. Skywalker supposedly died in Order sixty six and whatnot. So, like in the even in Obi Wan Vader in, comics, they do that. Yeah, yeah. In his remote state, you know, in the middle of Tatooine, in the middle of nowhere, how the hell would he be able to find out that Anakin was Vader? So, I guess, I mean, he could put two and two together. But, but imagine that revelation, like seeing Obi Wan be like, "Oh shit, that's Anakin." Dude, oh what if what if oh, he's shit. what if we get like a Darth Vader like, "Oh no." I am Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> and I'll go on to speed it. Hold up. No! Hold no! Up. <laughs> that's impossible! Um, but yeah, can't wait for the show. End can't of May, May 25th. At Celebration. We'll be watching yeah, at that. At Celebration. We gotta watch that. 
I wonder if they, they're probably going to do something for that. Yeah, they'll probably do yeah. some event thing. We'll see That'd as cool. it like comes about. It'll be yeah. really fun. Um, another thing that has come up that is actually arguably more important than both of these uh, news items is we've been uh, helping out our friends on Convoy Call and Rex and Around raise mm -hmm. money for Alderanian Rose. Um, she is a Star Wars creator who is in Ukraine right now, and she has been protecting and taking care of foster children and orphans who have been unable to evacuate during this um, war crisis in Ukraine right now. Um, and so if you are interested in helping out more, uh, look at the Convercall social media. They have a donation pool going and all everything collected is going directly to Rose. And uh, we can't like express like our thanks enough for our audience who has like jumped in to like help and whatnot. And like we've like helped out as much as we can and just keep the support going is the biggest thing. And I think that uh, the Star Wars quote at the end of Rise of Skywalker sums it up enough is there are more of us. So uh that is more important than everything else that's much more important than star wars and the star wars community does run very strongly with that as well so definitely Absolutely. wanted to mention that that was that was an epic night we killed we still keep yeah. thinking about it being on yeah. that stream this with them is, and they yeah, almost yeah. raised twenty thousand dollars like, that's unbelievable, unbelievable. It, was, yeah. it was uh great to be part of that um a privilege to be part of that is what i want to say uh and definitely. they should all be if they're listening now the convoy call or rex and around or michael or any of them they should be super proud of themselves uh, for starting that, putting that together. Pull that so. off was incredibly impressive. Yeah, yeah. A lot of hard yeah, for, work. For context, they did a like eight-hour live stream uh, last week to do this, and we chimed in towards the end just to like help, and they were pretty delirious by the end of it, but it was yeah. a lot of fun. It was <laughs> it a really lot of was. fun doing the live stream thing. Um, anyway, yeah, Star Wars Celebration, Kenobi, supporting our world community. Um, those are the three foundations of the Hall of Numbers. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Yay. And anyway. Q&A crazy and things. And Q&A. Q&A crazy things. And Q&A, all right? What a segue. Um, we're going to get this first one out of the out of the way. Um, AJ asked for questions, and Levi asks, uh, why is Tannis Spijak the best Star Wars character? To which I said, please don't ask things like that. And then to which Ryan says, is exaggerating the greatness of Tannis Spijak making a mountain out of a mole man? Oh. And to which I said, please Perfect. make it stop. Um, so, so... Tannis, Tannis is, a, is a fun character. Tannis, Tannis Spijak. Okay, so a quick, quick story time. I've had this figure lying around my room for literally my entire life. I don't remember when I got it. I don't remember how I got it, but it's just been there. It's just been part of my collection. It's been lying around. You just, I just find it in places. And I had no idea who this was. And occasionally, like AJ's doing now, I would just you know bring him up and be like, hey, look, this guy. I knew he was Star Wars. But I didn't know who he was. Well, on Thursday night, we got to the bottom of it. Um, one of somebody who was it? Do you remember? Levi did know, but I don't Levi know if he knew. Was the first one. I think someone I else know. beat him to it. Though. I don't I remember the name offhand. Someone else beat him to it. Some legend. Yeah, they knew that this was <laughs> Tannis Spijik, and Tannis Spijik was a spy for the Rebel Alliance who was present at Jabba's palace and then on Jabba's sail barge at the beginning of Return of the Jedi. He sat there and he did nothing. There's a lot of great. Luke. There's a lot of great. <laughs> he sat there and the did nothing. Did We've nothing. been uncovering more and more background characters of Return of the Jedi uh, recently. It was Tannis and also Tessic, Jabba's accountant, who wasn't yep. accountant. great at his job, I guess. Yes. So in other words, this is, you know, he's, he's working his way to becoming our new mascot. So <laughs> He's never this is a, going this is to replace Sidon, Tannis first of all. Be determined. Um, no. Podcast now, I think. All I right. Think I have it. the second most important question from our friend Shelby. What <laughs> spaceport, which space spot, which spaceport has the worst bathroom? 
Shelby knows us well. That's a great question. That is a great question. Let's think here. Which spaceport has the worst bathroom? Not is the best. Space spot or space space spot. Space spot. Space spot. So space, space spot, spot or so space anywhere sport. in space port. Anywhere. So we're not talking. I wonder if that question was inspired by the Futurama episode where Fry eats the egg salad sandwich in the the bathroom. I think it's the- more inspired by our love of Star Wars bathrooms. <laughs> well, if you remember, our last time we did a Q&A, I'm pretty sure everything resulted in something with a bathroom. <laughs> the atomic flush somehow. Uh, the worst, um, so the worst bathroom to use? Hmm. I would say the worst bathroom spot in the galaxy is in an exogorth's stomach. Okay. That's Giant space worms. Don't want right. to do your business there. I would say the worst spot to have to go to the bathroom in the galaxy is the bathroom that must be connected to the boardroom on um, Vader's Star Destroyer. Because imagine having to go to the bathroom in the middle of one of those meetings and you just like tuck over to like the bathroom and then it's just really poorly um, uh, soundproofed. And so everyone in the boardroom can can hear everything and it's just silent <laughs> and they just hear. And, and then it's you come Vader's back breath and, everyone's, and everyone's staring at you. Your doo-doo. And everybody, <laughs> and everybody's like, and that's the worst place in the galaxy. Yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. That's I want to say, bad. I want to say somewhere on Corellia, like in the, is it the White Worms? That's the where Han and yeah, Han and Kira are somewhere in there. Wherever it, it ends up, uh, wherever Lady Proxima is. Yeah, in that little. That's that probably a bad like, place to go to the bathroom. That little that's spot disgusting. where she comes out of the water. Yeah. That yeah. is just Ooh. disgusting. Let's move on. <laughs> um, now, from our friend Art, uh, now that the news is out, what Star Wars planet would you have your wedding ceremony party at? So um, this needs to get said first First off. Also on the Thursday stream, I casually referred to AJ as my fiancé. So yes, AJ and I have been engaged for a little bit. We didn't really publicly announce Since, like, it. October, sort of. Yeah. I mean, like we've been together a while. Um, our eighth yeah. anniversary is actually this this coming week so um so aj what star wars planet would you want to have a wedding ceremony on um corellia i'm just kidding um i don't know i guess like i haven't even been to batu but batu seems pretty cool everyone would say like naboo but that's like i wouldn't i mean naboo is like where the only place we'd like see a wedding um honestly i'd say like like sorgan or something like that it's like just out of the way and it's just like chill um yeah i'd, I'd say I'd minbon say... oh during a battle there you go interesting yeah. very very muddy i'd muddy say wedding. even though this question isn't for me i'm gonna i'm gonna answer no, it's anyway. for it's for you too <laughs> i'm gonna say uh glee anselm uh so that we can have beckett play the valachord for us <laughs> that's good at our wedding that's that's go. really good there you go yeah. there you go um thank you i like how you questions. said at our wedding Yep, no, it's... it's... You're invited. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, from our friend Fred, a threat looms over the galaxy, and you're our only hope. You need to defeat the enemy in a dogfight. What ship do you pilot to get the job done and save the galaxy? Ooh. Shout out to Fred. Mm-hmm. Fred's the best. They beat him in... Star Wars, guess who? Um, hmm. An OPC killer. No. That's not a ship. <laughs> it can be, be made a ship. I I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Let's think here. I mean, I guess I'll, I'll just say Naboo Starfighter. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. That's why I've been trying to think of something else. Yeah. <laughs> and I would mod mine up my own way, like Mando, but mine would be different. Like Mando, okay. but different. Okay. 
Like modifications. Got it. Got it. Um, I, this is basic. I just pick an X-wing. Wow, that is that is basic. Okay, I thought Matt basic. would go there. I no. mean, I would have. I would have. Um, honestly, I usually pick like the clone gunships, not the gunship. Sorry, um, the fighter. That that's an arc. Arc right? one seventy. Yeah, yeah. one seventy. I always forget what they are though. So I was that'd just be a like, good one. Because then right, you'd have. Because then you'd have a little buddy with you too. So if you die, somebody else dies too. That's always nice. There you go. We're not alone. You know what I'm going with? A resistance bomber. Nope. I'm going with a tri fighter. Hey. Oh, and I'll okay, have a little okay. compartment filled with buzz droids. Let them loose Ooh. on everybody. And I'm going to let them loose on everybody. I'm going to be spraying people with buzz droids left and right. Just oh, my God. The I thought whole you were battle. Gonna, I thought you were going to choose Luke's, uh, Luke's Ugly. From... Luke's Ugly is cool. I like Luke's Ugly. But that's it, not my but ship. It's no tri fighter. You know what? If he, if he did pick Luke's Ugly, this would have been exactly what we picked for Build a Pilot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It would have been uh, just copy and paste. Very true. Ubab Crips. That's Ubab Crips ship. Crips yeah. Ship. All, right, all right. Let's let's move on. Um, if you could interview any Star Wars character, this is from Chad. If you could interview any Star Wars character, who would it be, and what would you ask them? Character. Mm. I would interview Snoke, and be like, "What are you?" What do you think is going on with you right now? What are huh? you? He doesn't even know. He thinks that's, he was like born before good. the like the it's good. Empire. I have, of, I have a lot of questions about him, so I, I I'm gonna stand by that. Okay. What are is you? It? Do you have your own conscience? Well, I, I think he does. I think that's we think. And, well, I, well know, I mean, it would be kind of hard for Palpatine to keep information from himself, right? But Snoke knew about he their dyad. To. Is and Palpatine, Palpatine alive, did. and have you seen him lately? Or whatever the Ghostbusters line is there. That's good. Have you this. seen Palpatine, and how's he doing? Uh, have he you do? seen Elvis? How is he doing lately? Have you seen anyway. Elvis? And yeah, how's he doing lately? We got um, this. Anyway, <laughs> I would ask. Poster in the background. That's yeah. Have you seen Elvis, and have you spoke to him lately? That's what the line there is. There you go. Excuse me. Um, sorry, I was in Star Wars mode, and then don't don't. Anyway, I shifted the gears. I would ask, um, I would want to interview Hondo, Mr. Hondo Anaka, and ask him, where do you get off? <laughs> First of all, First where of do all, you get off? Um, no, seriously, I would ask him, um, what is something that you would want? What is like your ultimate treasure that you would want? Because there's definitely something out there that he would treasure. really, really want. Um, AJ, did you just say treasure? What I are did. you doing? <sighs> every once in a while, Matt, not to get off topic, every once in a while, AJ and I end up watching like old time documentaries, like old travel documentaries. Ooh. And like all about Boston. Yeah, yeah, all about England. Boston. That's how we England. found out about the desert of Maine, which we're going to one day. Yes. Uh, just uh, everyone right now, pause this. Well, listen first. Look up the desert of Maine. Just pause and go look at look that up. It it's incredible. Anyway, um, old time documentaries. You don't necessarily notice how much our actual like dialect like changes so much until you watch documentaries from like 60, 70 years ago. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was, it was a documentary from like nineteen forty nine, and he's like, so, "Oh, yep. I hoot, scoot, and boogie over here to get some treasure." There you go. <laughs> no, he didn't say boot, scoot, and boogie, but he definitely no. said the word treasure as treasure, and we're like, uh, "Treasure." Well, maybe what? he's a pirate. That sounds so like a pirate thing. Condo? Anyways, Hondo, what's the number one treasure that you want to get? Yeah. There you yeah. go. That's good. <laughs> All right, Matt. 
Ah, uh, well, that still wasn't enough time to stall, so let me... Uh... <laughs> Who would you want to interview for a Star Wars character, and what would you ask them? So, I think I'm going to go shockingly tame on this one. I'm going to pick this fella right this here. Is that tame? Ooh. Oh. You could okay. ask. With he has a lot of knowledge. Soulless eyes. <laughs> um, like blasted there. Yeah, no, <laughs> this is one of the like uh, crappy figures that I bought at Celebration that I absolutely yes. love. Um, <laughs> I would ask 3PO about his life before Anakin rebuilt him, if he remembers anything. Because Ooh. I would really oh. want to know where 3PO actually came from. What did he do? You know, where did he, where was he originally? Who did he serve? Where did he serve? That kind of thing. Because that's always, mm. that, you know, that's always kind of fascinated me. Because we know that Anakin didn't build him from scratch you know 3po was a was a purse or was a droid before anakin rebuilt him you know put him back together maybe he could appear in some content prior to the phantom menace some high like republic late content. high republic maybe like uh, the acolyte or something along those lines 3po is the acolyte Whoa! <laughs> with the with the with, with the, the sith eyes. eyes that's why dude. he speaks sith or he, he speaks it anyways oh, but he's <laughs> all right guys write this down write that down lucasfilm you were getting we're getting a new theory from from holland and marauder straight from holland and marauder's mouth that the reason c3po knows sith in the rise of skywalker is because he served the sith in the acolyte he's going to appear in the acolyte and he's going to be their main he's going to be their main source of knowledge is the guy their main serving droid and he's right really the one who twisted anakin's young mind Wow. Lucasfilm, if you're listening, and I know you are. I know you are. Write this down. Uh. <laughs> like I said, just bring bring us on. We'll come up with some absolute bangers of ideas. Yep. I mean, this... Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, from Shelby. Uh, should Nine Nub get his own miniseries? Pitch a pilot episode about a pilot. Ooh, we haven't done a uh... pilot episode for a Nine Numb series. Okay, so first of all, yes, Nine Nub should get his own series. And <laughs> we're, I know that we're all in agreement. Nine Nub is like so. Shelby's all time favorite character. Um, I remember at Celebration, she officially Best saw picture. someone as Nine Nub for the first time and absolutely lost it. I'm pretty sure she started crying. Um, very <laughs> excited for that. Uh, I, I always get super excited actually to see like someone like cosplaying as Nine Nub or something because that's just so rare because it's just yeah. such an ordeal with the mask and whatnot. Uh, mm. But yep. it's fun to see. But anyway, Nine, Nine Nub and Ten Nub. I like ten nub too. Ten nub. Pitch yeah. a pilot series or pitch a pilot episode for nine nub. Well, that's that's mine. It's going to be called nine and ten, and it's going to be nine, <laughs> nine nub, and ten. And ten nub. They're going to be running around. They're going to be doing things. Or it could be about eight, nine, and ten. No, and eight it could guys. be about seven and and nine, and it's going to be about seven Costanza. How seven numb, eight nine numb. Oh my god! Oh god! Wow! <laughs> just... I do like Matt's idea there. That's no, not, nine and ten. Um, nine and it's going to be about nine numb and ten numb growing up on the streets, of solace, uh, making their way, you know, scrapping by. One day they finally they're finally old enough to to buy their own ship, and then the day after, Lando Calrissian, Calrissian shows up, and he's like, "I'm going to need you for a mission to the Death Star too." And they just and... they just keep laughing at him the whole time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the nervous right. laugh. All right, that was good. I like that. Bring him on. Nine and ten. I that was great. You nailed it. 
All right. Uh, I don't have a name for this one because Instagram doesn't pull the tag with it, so I forget. But um, what animated character deserves a live action show? And what live action character deserves an animated show? Ooh. Okay. First so of my... all. Oh, go ahead. No, you said first of all. So I did first of first. all. First of all, Luke Skywalker deserves an animated show. Yep. I think that that yep. would be the perfect Absolutely. avenue for that is my one ironic like, answer. I mean, that is. Yeah, I, a... I think that, that would be perfect because then they could just do voice acting and it'd be great. AJ was yeah. talking to me about this the other day. Like, do it like Clone Wars style, so it is a pretty much a linear story, but you can have adventures but Luke, and Luke, Han, Leia, everyone. Yeah. That'd be yeah. so good. Everybody. And yeah. Then, so and the OG trio them, as an it could go alongside series. Mandalorian. Or yeah. Up to that point. And then, you know, transition into Luke training Ben and show a little bit more of Luke kind of struggling with the fear of loss now that he's older and he has more to lose. You know, really build that up and and talk about it because it's such a compelling idea. And The Last Jedi does a good job of showing us that idea, but I want it it deserves more fleshing out. I want to see it build. I want to see more of it. Absolutely. For sure. So, uh, you know, that's a serious answer. And but 100%, you know, Lucasfilm, if you're listening, and I know you are, please actually legitimately actually make that. Don't make yeah. my nine ten or do. I mean, it's a great idea. Don't get me wrong. Uh, all of our ideas are great ideas, but actually make like a Luke animated show taking place in the New Republic era, please. And now yeah. let me get to my animated character who deserves a live action show. And I'm going to ask this first because I need clarification. Does animated also mean illustrated? Yes, I would yeah, count sure. that in this. Okay. Yeah. So then I want a Commander Carbon live action show, please. And thank you. Who's Commander Carbon? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Commander Carbon is one of the many replacements created for Darth Vader after the Death Star was destroyed. The first Death Star was destroyed. Um, and Palpatine was testing Vader right after because he hate, he was mad at him. And he went to this guy whose name I'm forgetting. He was a doctor. And he was the one, Dr. Silo, actually. I remember his name is Dr. Silo. And what he would do is he would transfer his memory into different clone bodies. Oh, Commander Carbon. Commander Carbon is one of Dr. Silo's creations. He's Mon Calamari on Grievous's body. So I know you just Googled it, AJ. So bring him up on screen. We'll put a a graphic in this post. He's from the uh, Charles Soule... Vader run. But there oh, he is. you're not kidding. That is he's a, canon. a Mon Calamari he's with canon. a body. He is he's canon. canon. He is a Mon, Cal, Mon Cala on Grievous's body. And Interesting. Vader absolutely destroys him. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, I, I really enjoy the Vader test that Palpatine throws on him. It's cool. Yeah, he, in the he throws a lot of tests. But there's so much to go over. Who yeah. was this Mon Cala? Where did they get more Grievous bodies? What was he up to? Did they, get, did they send him on missions... Did they send him out and to do stuff to Dr. Silo or whatever the heck his name is, you know, do, have him as like some kind of bodyguard? I mean, there's so many possibilities for stories and it's right after a new hope, which is a, a great time to explore. Mm. No, I mean, it would be cool. Um, and it could be before a new hope too, which means it would be in Jamie's favorite era. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once it gets closer to a new hope though, I'm just like, eh, is it my favorite era anymore? I don't, I don't He'll know. show up in Bad um, Batch and just That's it. Bad Batch it. versus uh, Commander Carbon. There you go. Bad yeah, that's my pitch. Um, <laughs> so we you... did a live we did a live yeah. action, we did a animated. I did live to animated, Matt did animated to live or slash like comic to live. What about you, AJ? Either one? 
I would have agreed with your your Luke. I would have also said Ben Solo in animation, but that all lines up with the same mm-hmm. show yeah. pretty much. Um, but for animation to live, I think I would either go Callus or like if he appeared in something like Rangers of the New Republic or something or in that realm. Uh, or who was the other one I had rolling around? Are they um, also from Rebels? I was going to say Kanan, but they covered a lot of stuff with Kanan. Yeah. He could yeah. appear in Andor, right? Technically? Yeah, technically. It could be like half drunk Kanan still. Was he? Was yeah, right? he, would be, he would be still half drunk Kanan. So I would enjoy that. Because Kanan's such a good character, and I don't want to just leave him to Rebels. We got to find him, him in the, in a different actor, though, because uh, Freddie Prince yeah. Jr. could not play Kanan. Yeah, at that point. There are um, some good one to one parallels. Yeah. Like Vanessa Marshall could play. She has, um, technically. Sorry. Yeah, Hera. she did. Yeah. Hera. She could yeah. play Hera, but Freddie Prince Jr. could not play Kanan. Sorry, Squadrons, Freddie. Yeah. Um, hmm. Who else? No. We can dig up someone else here. Oh, you said characters? something. You yeah. said something earlier that I liked, and I can't, because I had like a tangent to go off on. I'd like to see Cal Kestis in live action. Because you literally have the actor yes. right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's great, and, you know. Literally, yeah, they have like an actor already chosen and stuff. I mean, I might also go good. I could go Iden Versio too. Yeah, that might yeah. be interesting. video game New to Republic live action era. would be very exciting because they haven't really done. I mean, that we yet, just talked so. about that. Yeah, with the Inquisitorius, you know, right? Yeah, they've taken a lot of the concepts, but they haven't taken like the main characters. Um, yeah, I would also add in. Uh, animated to live action Hondo because you can plunk him into any storyline and hit have already had him and come into live action, but let's let's get him the live of actions. I would also say the live of actions. I would also say a live action to animated a uh, story about the Porgs, but it's yep. it's kind of like the Ewok series, but like updated. You know? Yeah, I think that would be adorable. Like, be like animated. Idea. I think that would be Sensitive. adorable. The porgs like just waddling around Oxu do- doing their dailies and like it- it'd be cute. It'd be a very very kids, but yeah. It could take place at the beginning of the Jedi Order when yeah. they actually still Ooh. operated their base on Octo and it could be like a Padawan befriending a bunch of porgs yeah. going on and like force adventures with them. So <laughs> Twenty five thousand so years ago. That'd be I'd cute. love that. I just- would love that. One of one of my favorite little shorts that I like pull up all the time is the Galaxy of Adventures um, short that they go to Batu and it's Chewie walking off the Falcon and a little porg is with him and the porg just like flies away and it's just a minute of the porg just exploring Batu and that like, video like... brings the biggest smile on my face every single time I watch it. It's just perfect. That's what I want. The porg exploring. Who asked this question? Um. Was this the anonymous one? Or this the was an anonymous one, Instagram not Instagram. One? It's not anonymous, but I can't remember who it was I because it was. I had to delete the name because Instagram's funky with it. Um, from Aubrey, if you could write any Star Wars story, what would it be? Ooh. Okay. I had an idea a while ago that stuck with me. And we've already kind of talked about the Luke animated show. And that's been one of those ideas that has just floated around in my head forever. And, but I won't go into that. I want to go into the year between 
The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. I want to show as but this is this is you have to write it though. Yes, I would write this show. Okay. I already have okay. it all planned out in my head. Too much pressure for me there. Up here. Um a show focused on Kylo Ren right after The Last Jedi leading up to The Rise of Skywalker, dealing with, you know, he's just become supreme leader. His mother is the leader of the opposing force against him. So there's a lot of drama there. Um, I would have him because right after the rise or right after the last Jedi, there's a new trooper created the relic troopers who are spending their time hunting the galaxy for Sith relics. And it would seem like Kylo Ren develops this intense interest in the Sith and Sith culture and Sith artifacts and stuff. Um, And I would have it almost be like a mystery where he's supreme leader. He can do what he wants. He has unlimited resources and he spends his time kind of traveling, wandering the galaxy, either putting down smaller rebellions on different planets or searching for clues that would eventually lead him to the discovery of Palpatine. Now, obviously we know that he discovers it just like everybody else when the message is broadcast to the galaxy. But I would like there to be a point like right before Palpatine comes clean could even be why Palpatine comes clean right comes out of hiding is because Kylo Ren's about to discover him uh where Kylo Ren kind of puts all the puzzle pieces together and realizes Palpatine's back and he's you know about to take control of the galaxy again um and so this show would kind of follow that around while he's also dealing with the resistance while he's also learning about you know the force and the dark side of the force and the nature of that and whatnot without Snoke's kind of manipulation. And it would have Luke because I like Luke and Luke says, see you around kid. And I know that that could be interpreted as him kind of just channeling Han because he says, you know, strike me down and I'll be with you just like your father. And then he tries to, and he says, all right, now I'm going to haunt you. You know, whether that's metaphorical or real, I would love to see Luke kind of try to come in, talk to, kylo and maybe we learn why anakin couldn't come in and talk to kylo maybe kylo learns a technique or maybe there's a a certain thing where like force ghosts can't talk to people who don't let them in or force ghosts you know can't connect to somebody who's too far gone that kind of thing uh so maybe luke is coming to him and fading over the course of the show because he's losing ben and of course uh, there could be drama there as well and, and again, this is all stuff I've just kind of like tossed around in my head while I fall asleep at night. Um, Jamie, please let me follow this one up. Go ahead. That was really good though, Matt. That was, that no, was no, it was really good. Thank it was you. really good. But I love the big point of this question for me is one you would write, not one you want. I don't want that pressure of writing that story. You're I do. Whether it's <laughs> I, book, I want to write that. Would that be a book or are you writing for a screen? I mean, I would, I could, I think a show or, or a limited series could be okay, done. Good, about good. I like that. that. I like that. I wouldn't want that all in a book. I don't want that somewhere on screen. But mm. mine is literally just going to be an origin story of Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and Dex just meeting. Ooh. And whatever, however they know each other. And that'll be That's uh, good. in just like one of those point of view books. I just want to write a short little story for that. Um, even though I do claim to be a writer, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go too big with Star Wars at first. I like writing for Star Wars. It's such a gamble. It's so and, dangerous. Yeah. I was gonna say I want I would have done a deck story, but we have one of those coming apparently in some way, shape, yeah, or form. Yeah, he'll be in an yeah. upcoming comic. I'm not sure I what think, it's about. Right? 
I thought it was one of the novels. One of the novels? I don't know. It's something. It's something yeah, it's, soon. It's something, yeah. Yeah. That'd um, be fun. Yeah. I would want to write... Um, again, now that AJ, like, spooked me, being like, oh, I don't want to, like, that much pressure of, like, writing for, like, a specific character. Well, pull up the question <laughs> again. Wasn't there emphasis, too? Yeah. No, well, the, the emphasis was on any. If any, you could write okay. any Star Wars story, I it was if, what ew. would it be? The emphasis right. was on any. <laughs> Thanks, Why did you write any question? Star Wars it's, story? It's a great question. That's a good question. If I could write any of the Star Wars stories, I think that I would want to write about hondo no i'm kidding um <laughs> i would want to write about the porgs no um i would want to just came up with a good idea with to that. write about um i would really would love to put uh like actually like get my like jedi story that's the post order 66 time like like on on paper and get it like produced because there there's so much say, going yeah. on because you like i have yeah it it is like it's the entire clone wars era but like it it the emphasis of it is later on and so it, it could it'd pretty much be like it, i don't want to get too far into the detail because like it is like a special story to me but like if i had to pick like a character that i would want to write for i would actually say i would love um the early days of the bad batch like how did they all become a unit like were there more of them because That'd it's be the good. whole only five remain and it's just like so how many were there originally how much tragedy mm. have these guys like faced um before they were even like deployed like i would i would love to like like hear that it would be like i honestly it would be like pretty cool if it was like stephen king style also of there's like a little bit of horror to it because like they <laughs> were straight up like experimented on Jeez. um but, but like we like don't like batch. know that so like <laughs> the bad bad it'd, it'd be cool it'd be cool but i would i would love that like uh i hope that that's something that we actually get to see more is like them like as kids um and just like yeah i i would like that as like any star wars story like for right now is just more of like their origin and since it's a stephen king story it takes place in maine in, in, maine. in maine not in just the, maine. Desert of maine. the desert of maine that's the right desert of maine. it's all in the desert of maine <laughs> I bet Stephen yeah. King has something to do with that desert of men. I bet he does. I bet that's I bet the curse. Does. What Ooh. is your favorite Star Wars book? Again, another anonymous Instagram. What is Should your favorite do... Star Wars book? I feel like we're each going to name a possibly a High Republic book. Should we? I Maybe won't. not. Are we not? Okay. I won't. Because I was going to say outside of that. But though I will name one that's pretty stereotypical. Okay, go uh, ahead, Matt. Bloodline. Bloodline blew me it. away when I read it. Uh, I love the Aftermath trilogy. Um, and I loved kind of the connections that it features. And again, Bloodline sets up a lot of cool things. There's, uh, there's characters in Bloodline that I think would be great. Joff Seastriker, if you know Joff Seastriker, he's a great character, a pilot. Uh, he, one of the first people to join the Resistance when Leia forms it, along with Greer Sonnel and... Greer? What a name. What's her name? What's the other one's name? I don't know. The, I haven't read it. The third. Oh, my God. Um, the, Poe Dameron. It's Leia's assistant whose name is escaping me. But it turns out the, her assistant, it was like her intern when she was a senator. Hmm. She becomes a senator for the New Republic. In fact, is it the one that the dies on that Prime? is in yeah. The Force Awakens uh, deleted scene, and then in the scene where Hosnian Prime blows up, it's her. And I'm, oh my god, why am I forgetting her name? I don't know her name. 
I can't help you here. We'll circle oh. back, Matt. We'll circle back. Um, circle back. Give AJ? Um, Favorite book? Well, if I go non-High Republic, <clears throat> which isn't even the question, but if I go non-High Republic, uh, I really loved Resistance Reborn because I was yep. that hype That's season between TLJ and Rise That's of Skywalker. Um, it came out like two months before Rise of Skywalker. But that book is also beefed up with the books Matt just mentioned too. I've skimmed through Aftermath. I've done like the cliff notes on it. Um, and, and Bloodlines, like that's kind of like the political uh, saga, Matt, would you say, right? And it, it leads is. up to, it would, I would to say Resistance Reborn. If you want like a really good picture of the New Republic sequels, connections, and like just like a good book trilogy i'm gonna say the aftermath trilogy counts as one story here because it's three books split yeah. into, or one book split into three i'm gonna say read the aftermath trilogy bloodline and then resistance reborn and it's gonna like it's gonna well, make your big, mind explode one of the big <laughs> characters of resistance reborn who's yeah. in a prisoner camp on yep. Corellia, he's in uh is that is he in bloodlines or aftermath i think he's in, he's bloodlines. in bloodline he's a big he's who sells out leia as vader's yeah. uh, ransom caster foe who yeah. is a centrist um senator yeah learns of the identity of leia learns that she's been keeping that from everybody and then exposes her on the senate floor and that causes quite a bit of drama yeah and it's really the scene where another character lady uh whatever her name is lady bitch face she discovers <laughs> um carice sindian is her name lady carice sindian she discovers this little like hope chest that um (laughs) honestly she she's very she comes across very much like that she discovers a little hope chest that bale left leia and was like when you come back to alderaan and discover you know your birthright and origins and stuff i'm leaving this for you but since leia never returned to her alderanian roots and never kind of took up her royalty position like she was supposed to she never came across this box well lady carisindian steals that royalty position finds the box opens it up and it's Bale revealing the whole thing about Anakin Skywalker, about how he became Darth Vader, how he's Leia's father. And that scene alone, if you read the, if you listen to the audio book, it's awesome. But even reading that scene gives you chills. It is so well done. Claudia Gray outdoes herself. By the way, this intern's name is Corsella and they call her Corey. Um, and cause she's only like 16 in the book. And then she grows up to get uh, blown up. But she, she becomes a senator along the way. And Job C. Striker, Greer Sonnel, who is like this lady pilot with a condition called bloodburn. It's like a very, it's a rare genetic thing where if you fly. the title gets its book. Yeah. <laughs> the title gets Art. its book. <laughs> All right. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're, we're, I'm we, giving way too much away about this book. We've burned up a lot of time you're... on this. Jamie, what's your book? Quick. My favorite books. Um, so High Republic uh, is has been The Rising Storm. Um, I love that one. That's the second one in phase one from Kevin Scott. I, I adore that one. Um, and then not High Republic, um, but by a High Republic author, <laughs> Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray, because Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. Yeah. I also adore that book um book that i'm looking forward to the most this year um secrets of the sith yep that one yep. yeah it was just gonna book. be all about ray's parents and secrets, also or shadows of the sith shadows of the sith shadows of the sith 
Right. Shadows of the Sith is going to be so good. Really, I'm really so looking forward to that. I'm, it's already my favorite book. All right, next question. Favorite. Next question. Uh, choose one. Bothan brownies, Wookiee cookies, Ewok chocolates, or Tuscan tarts. What is chocolates? No idea. This is from Dallas. You don't well, want to know what it's supposed to be like are. Ewok chocolates. Like Ewok chalk. Oh, uh, I, I gotcha. Uh, Wookie cookies for me. I like uh, brownies, so I go Bath and brownies. All right, I'll take Tuscan tarts. Okay, you could have picked the same, but all no, right. No, they're probably made out of little, those little. All right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what director would you be most interested in doing a Star Wars movie? I'll be honest, I don't keep track of directors that much anymore. Um, so I'll, I, I don't know. I oh, don't dear. have an mm. answer for this question, unfortunately. God, a movie. Uh, uh, what director? Uh, what yeah, director maybe. would you be? Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, yeah, she's kind of cut her Bryce. teeth on Star Wars, and she's done a really good job. Um, so I, I would agree. Obviously, you know, somebody like uh, John Favreau or Ryan Johnson would be a good and pretty stereotypical choice for me. So, and this might also be cringy, but I'm gonna go with Matt Reeves. <laughs> The director Ooh. of the Batman. The Batman, yeah. and it's not just because the Batman just came out. I've been a fan of Matt Reeves that's cringy, since is it? Cloverfield. Since oh, he did Cloverfield. Um, he yeah. did Cloverfield, Planet and he the did Apes. the Planet of the Apes movies, which are some of my favorite blockbuster movies of all time that aren't Star Wars. Those movies are phenomenal. Matt that's Reeves. Well, it's always cringy to pick like the most recent most director recent who's getting like hand. press yeah. and being like, "Wow, look." I but think. I would, imagine I like a Coruscant Noir movie with or yeah. I, I mean, know. I don't even he he doesn't really have to direct just dark movies. Yeah. I mean, he mm. he he's done non-dark stuff, and he's phenomenal. He's versatile. Would, he knows what he's doing. I choose not to pick anyone because I know nothing about picking a director, and therefore I shouldn't even have to <laughs> have an opinion on what people should be directing these movies because it's job. up to the professionals. Quentin so, Tarantino. There you go. I choose uh, not to run. Which one of you is doing this cosplay as ten-year-old Luke? Hashtag do it. Matt from Smear. Sure, that's, I'll that, do it. That it's is just goggles. Secretly, a picture of Matt already. <laughs> that's me every yeah. When the camera's not on, that's Matt. That's it. That's me. Uh, what is your favorite part of Star Wars Celebration? The pin vending machine, <laughs> and waiting in line with Matt, who doesn't buy pins but just likes waiting in the line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm getting back in line. Yeah, that's how I'm it getting was. back in line. But really, uh, I mean, you guys will probably say this. I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I said my thing. You guys. The floor. I like walking around the floor, exploring, meeting new people, or just, you know, hearing what people are talking about. I don't know, just browsing. I just like walking around and and, and just taking it all in. These are my people. This is where, you know, this is like the one place where I could just be like a complete and utter geek about Star Wars 24 7 to anybody. Just walk up to anybody and they'll know what I'm talking about. To go be on my level. Like, because that's. That is it. Like celebration is magical. We talk like we've been to like ten of them. We've I only don't. been to one. But I, know. I don't know. We we get the idea. Or the one coming up will 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 be, be seasoned for it a bit. We'll know what to do. But Jamie and I have been to a lot of conventions, and they're all great. They're all fun. They all have their different things. But like say PAX East, for example, which is coming up, very exciting. Video games and stuff. If you're in line with someone, they're like, oh, I love fallout and then someone else will be will be like oh i like this random like indie game that i know nothing about it's like oh okay whatever whatever if you're in line with someone at star wars celebration you you both have star wars in common and you can talk like i loved being in line once again to the pin vending machine or anything everything's a line life's a line 
Yeah. Um, you could just talk with someone. Like it was fun being in line and just meeting people. And I have no idea who this person is. They're from Italy or they're from China or they're from somewhere like that. The people you talk to in person are completely different than any sort of keyboard warrior you're going to encounter online. Exactly. That yeah, is it like gives at you the end of the such day, a like the, the biggest difference. Very welcoming. Yeah. Renewed um, appreciation for the fandom. Yeah. You know. My my favorite part of celebration is um finally getting to meet friends that I've like made through like internet uh, friends. Um Star Wars Celebration 2019 was a big culmination of me getting to meet friends that I I'd had for years through celebration, sorry, through Star Wars and hadn't actually like met ever and in the past couple years since we've started this show and then just doing everything else we've we've met so many people (laughs) virtually and we're going to meet so many people there we're literally probably half of like the trip for us is going to be spent just back in our hotel room being like please don't talk to us like we we don't want to talk to anyone else our social our social meters are going to be shot i mean oh my goodness but that's the thing i'm usually a very shy person but i'm always willing to talk to people at celebration it's yeah. just like one of those things. It's just it's just like a weird magic about the place. And it'll be nice this year to actually know who we're meeting because I had no yeah. idea who the heck we were meeting last time. I was standing <laughs> in the back just like, hello, I'm yeah. there. <laughs> Sorry about that, Matt. <laughs> no, that was it's gonna be great. Um from Norhell, uh, if you could have dinner with four Star Wars characters, who would you choose? Quickly. Four oh, Star Wars characters. Quickly. I would have it with the entire the ghost crew. Is that four? Crew. That's more than four. Kanan, Zeb, Hera, and Sabine. We'll four so before Ezra joins them. Ezra wow. can't come. What about <laughs> Chopper? And Chopper. Chopper doesn't count. He's just there anyway. Chopper serves Chopper the food. Count. Yeah, Chopper throws the food on the ground. First yeah, of I was going to say, I would not. he would not serve the food. How many people are in the modal nodes? I think also like five. <laughs> well, the last one, get out. Yeah. It's Figure and Dan and the four first come nodes first serve. Are the three other nodes. <laughs> oh man, this is four tough. characters, Matt. Quick, quick. All right, I'll eat. Uh, I'll eat dinner with four Praetorian guards because I want to see what's under their masks. I ch- I changed to four Knights of Ren. Oh, and also because you want to see what's under their masks. <laughs> a good choice to see yeah. what's under your masks. All right. And I bet they would be more interesting than the Praetorian guards. You know what? I'm changing mine to the Knights of Ren too. I'm showing up to that dinner. We'll be at wow. the same dinner. I will take the other Knights of Ren then as well. Okay. Right. But anyway. without Ren, I don't want to. I don't want to meet Ren. He's no, crazy. He's dead. He is. Yeah. Uh, he's dead. From Dodge, uh, you are getting drinks with only one member of the Bad Batch. Who is it, and why? I'm gonna let Jamie go first. No, you need to let me Jamie. go last. Oh. All right, um, I wanna I wanna get drinks with Tech because I wanna see what he's like when he's drunk. Oh, so is it like it's booze drinks? Yes, I know that's drinks. when people say drinks, it's like uh, I mean, drink of choice. I wanna see what Tech is like when he's drunk off his ass. Yes, and that would be so much fun to see. That would. Be I bet good. he gets pretty wild. <laughs> I guess I'll choose Echo. Okay. I don't really have a reason. I just want to I, hang out with Echo and hear the stories. I think That's Hunter good. would be kind of scary. He'd be an angry drunk with his knife. I would want to sit on his non tattoo side. Yeah. <laughs> he'd pull out his knife and he'd be like, You see this knife? I'd be like, Yes, Hunter, I see the knife. Stabs it into the table. He's doing like the five finger That's play. A knife. Yep. <laughs> he, dude, he's doing that and I'm sitting there like, Oh my, you're making a scene. Can we just leave? <laughs> um. 
I would pick Wrecker because I would order the funny mixed drinks, and if I didn't like it, he would drink it anyway, and I would just get something different, no matter what. Oh, that's so, nice. And then he, he'd have a good time. What? I would choose Gonky. <laughs> Gonky, Gonky is, the, is the, like, the drink machine, so he's, yeah, the, that's right. the fridge. <laughs> You're pulling I drinks like out of him like George Costanza in his chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's good. That's the answer. Um, I like that question. Uh, what would make the best space pet? Gonky. Gonky's not a pet. He's a he's a a, he's a, a droid. Treasured member of, of the team and an equal. I okay. would pick okay. a porg. Give me a pet porg. Would you choose please. Turbis? No, I would want a different porg. Turbis, Turbis is on his own on the Falcon. He's fine. Different mm. porg. Is it the best? No, that's just I what would I would pick. A, um, a father. Oh, okay. that's a lot of upkeep. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of poop. <laughs> you saw, it. you saw what they're the steaming up. pile that Finn almost falls in. Yeah, <laughs> you saw it. It's huge. Oh yeah, huge dung pile. Same with why I wouldn't well, get an Eopi. He'd be farting up a storm. Mm. You could, you and I, I could be riding Eopies and Fadiers and laughing at all these people with the gas prices. So, yeah, there you go. There I could ride, go. I could do an Eopie service in New York and it'd be like Kramer with the beans. <laughs> oh, that's good. Someone should make an edit of that. That's great. Please, somebody do that. Oh, boy. Holy crap. But what am I going to pick? Okay. Oh, what is that frog thing from Return of the Jedi? That was the one I just showed you. Pet. Oh wait, no. Oh no. Isn't it Gort? It's a Gort. That's it. Gort. Yeah. That's what I want. Like, he 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 lashes out his tongue and he's like, Ugh. he does like that like <laughs> little head twist. That's who I want as a pet. I want him just hanging out all day, me and him on the front lawn, me with a couch and a beer and a pool and a little inflatable pool in all front right. of my trailer. Picking up your your trailer. In front of my trailer and he's just like latching on to flies. Eats all of your trash. And my trash. He eats my trash. He eats the mosquitoes. Oh, that's that's a good one. This is a good one. All right. <laughs> what scene in Star Wars is your favorite in all of the franchise that you could watch on replay without getting tired of it? Ooh. The Last Jedi throne room scene. I almost on I almost thought of that. On repeat. The that's... Last Jedi Battle of Crate scene. <laughs> <laughs> on repeat. My on repeat. favorite. I've literally watched that on repeat over and over again at times. Just love it it's, it's my favorite it's my favorite star wars moment i i feel like a broken record every time i say that but it's true i can't i had rise of skywalker on yesterday i was walking out of the room it was on tv i was walking out of the room and i noticed it was the scene where ray passes the lightsaber to ben and i had to go back and watch it so i guess i'd pick that i i, I both i like both of yours they're up there mm-hmm. i probably would have chose praetorian guards but i'll choose the, the lightsaber I mean. passing yeah the lightsaber passing is, is really a good. really good one, especially with the shrug. Yeah, the shrug's great. <laughs> I couldn't do the shrug. I can't do the shrug. Uh, what was the moment you knew the Force was with you and you'd be a lifelong Star Wars fan? When I got the Taco Bell toys um, for the Phantom Menace <laughs> in 1999. Sitting on my dad's lap in his office after he got his new 1997 mac power pc with the phantom menace trailer preloaded watching it on repeat as a three-year-old that was i mean i was already hooked by that point 
And do I you remember that well. Star Wars movie. I actually do have memories of that. I have memories of that, and I have memories of seeing the Phantom Menace in theaters. I it, it's like one of my earliest memories, and it's, the Force has always been with me. I don't think I can remember a time when I didn't know about Star Wars or wasn't a Star Wars fan. Yeah. So here's a story. Um, I'm not sure if I've shared it before, but um, you guys know the whole backstory. Uh, I feel like the moment I knew I was going to be a Star Wars fan, but didn't commit to it yet if that makes sense was um junior year of high school actually so i was in a video production class in which uh we did just regular just like make music videos and just like learn how to edit and that kind of thing one of our projects was we recorded a production that one of the theater classes did just because video production right what they did was that theater class wrote a star wars musical for some reason that year holy and so crap i can't find the footage anywhere believe me oh, i've tried man. to find it you need um, to find that you another time someone um no i'm gonna respect everyone's privacy and let that just stay <laughs> um so but in that moment like i i knew of star wars growing up and while i'm watching this there was a lot of like jokes in it that like i didn't like 100 like get at the time or like I didn't get the full reference, and I know for a fact majority of my high school did not know what the heck was going on um, during that show, but <laughs> for different reasons. Um, but for some reason, while I'm watching this, while resuming the recording, I thought to myself, I'm like, you know what, I, I do want to like look into this more, and let me just file this away for later and act on it at another time. And I did, and I knew that I like was going to like act on it more. I knew that I wanted to like dive more into it at another time. So I guess that was kind of like the the main like moment of like, yeah, I, I'm interested in this. I'm not sure what kind of interest I have in this yet, but let me like do my own research and then like get into it more. Um, that's yeah. cool. That's that's, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. 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 Now, now I'm curious. Now you've done it. Time. I'll have to dig into it. Well, you'll get more information offline. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, I put these two together because they're pretty much the same question from Millie and Clone Humor. Any Obi-Wan Kenobi predictions or Bad Batch predictions? Um, I guess we'll stick to Kenobi. We've heard first. a lot, you know, a lot. Mm. I don't really have any predictions, honestly. My prediction is that I'm going to cry go having... when Qui-Gon shows up. <laughs> That's my prediction. Yeah, that, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm right there with you. I mean, yeah, I I'm predicting go, Qui-Gon will show up. I gotta yeah. go and have no predictions, and then I won't be disappointed. That's usually my that's prediction good. of things. That's a good prediction. Um, and I, but I really... Yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, I, you know, I, I really do want to... Like, I predict that Obi-Wan is going to start his journey to becoming a Force ghost in Kenobi. I think he's going to finally connect to Qui-Gon. I think he's probably been having trouble connecting to Qui-Gon. He's going to connect to Qui-Gon and Kenobi. He's going to start his path to becoming a Force ghost. And that path starts with letting go. I think that's like the key thing that every Jedi needs to become a Force ghost is to let go. And I think he's going to be hanging on to some kind of hope that he could save Anakin or some kind of like idea. Yeah. And once he realizes that that isn't the case he's going to let go and i think that's going to be the point where everything kind of switches and he's going to be kind of what's the word like uh lionized that's not the right word what's the word it, it, i it's think you like, nailed uh, it though. he's going to be he's he's going to take up the mission to you know save the galaxy and bring the jedi back and all that he's going to decide to train luke 
And he's going to he's going to give up on trying to save Vader. And I think that's going to play into his characterization in the originals where he doesn't believe Vader can be saved. Yeah. And that's a big I never really thought of it that much till you mentioned it. So I mean like that's a big not cliffhanger but a big thread that's not um that has really never been Sith. told. They talk about it um and he's like Qui-Gon at the with Yoda and and Obi-Wan yeah. at the end of Revenge mm -hmm. of the Sith and we never see anything with that. And there is a deleted scene of Qui-Gon talking to Yoda, right? Um, yeah. On Polis Massa, but yeah, that's uh that's good. We know where the show's going to go. Like we know like it's hard to predict like an, an ending because we I think know where Kenobi's it goes. Kenobi's gonna but... die at the end. Yeah, he's gonna die. That's my eventually. bold prediction. <sighs> uh, but Jamie, let's hear a, a bad batch prediction. Bad batch prediction. I would love to see a flashback. As I mentioned earlier, I would love to write a story that is them as cadets. I would love to see a flashback of them training, um, as as kiddos and whatnot. Um, but um more realistically i would love to see more emphasis on crosshair's story and what's going on with the early empire and like the imperial side of things not necessarily what yeah. these four dudes and a child are doing just like elsewhere like i love seeing what they're up to but like i i do i am very if curious even... to see like what's going on like with crosshair and with that um if he and even I wanted... stays with them yeah. crosshair yeah i, I mean, yeah it's left up yeah in here prediction bold prediction not really that bold is the empire is going to come back to Camino, see him on the platform and just throw him in jail immediately <laughs> that's that's a prediction Possible. but i think that's that that's going to happen and it's going to be another like big catalyst for him to be like hey um i was wrong and i'm going to turn my life around so i think we I see like coruscant it. so because the kinder brothers told me so yeah that's it's not really a prediction is it uh what's the next yeah. question uh, the next question is actually our last question. Uh, when will we get more pod racing so I can scratch this itch? Well, what are you guys working on with pod racing here? So why was that such a funny chorus of <laughs> what are we working on? More like, what I'm... No, I'm just um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's we... mostly AJ is doing this. So we yeah, have give a production coming based off of the success of our pod racing podcast episode uh, a lot of pods there pods 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 we're gonna be using people have probably seen me post like the teaser trailer that i did a little while ago but we're gonna be using the marble thing to simulate the races uh and we're gonna make it more of a production like you're watching pod racing and it'll be really fun so soon the answer is soon i'm hoping this month march 2022 if you're watching it'll it now, be a but, fun series yeah it will be Oh yeah, no, definitely look at, look uh, forward to that because it's gonna be cool. But in real Star that. Wars, I've been hoping we see it. Like, I mean, we could see pod racing in like the background of the Bad Batch. Oh, uh, gosh, I think it's outlawed during the. In Legends, well, yeah, because... it was outlawed in the in the original <laughs> trilogy. <laughs> because Jabba the Hutt starts the Star Wars Demolition oh, series. Goodness. What a, go look up that game. It's oh, look up pretty that outdated, game. but it's funny. Play that game that, and listen to the music from that game. I'm not or even in Mando. It would be great to appear in Mando. It would have been great in Book of Boba Fett because they were in Mos Espa. They but. could bring back the Boonta Eve. Maybe that's in Season 2. Maybe that's yeah. the entirety of Season 2. Is now that's that Boba he's Fett's real mission. the Daimo, he's going to be like, I got to bring back the Boonta Eve because everybody loves the Boonta Eve. That's and that's motivation. the whole thing. That's the the whole entire season is him planning for the Boonta Eve. And uh-oh, things are going wrong. That'd better, be a lot of fun. Better All right, that's it. step up. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Uh, 
Yeah, so that has been our Q&A for this time. Uh, thank you to everyone who uh, sent us in questions. So we got questions through Twitter, Instagram, and a little bit on Discord. Um, so thank you so much for sending in the questions. And we'll continue to do this again. If you guys ever have questions in general, don't hesitate to ask. We'll, we'll do our best to try and answer them. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to the Holland Up Marauders podcast. Um, if you didn't know, we have a video ver- version of the podcast, which is what, if you're visually watching right now, this, that's you what you're watching. Know, if you didn't know, if you're an audio listener, head on over to our YouTube channel. We do have a video version and we post a lot more content as well there as well with our live streams and additional things. Um, AJ is pointing out a sweatshirt that is a brand new from Only Hope Supply. We have a promo code with them. Use the code Marauders to get 10% off on Only Hope Supply, all of their merch. And you can find us, the Holland Up Marauders, everyone on social media at Holland Up Marauders. On Twitter, it is just at Holland Up Marauder. There's no S at the end. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to the Holland Up Marauders podcast. See ya. Where's the thing? Oh. Anyway, goodbye. Leave this in. Leave this in. (laughs) 